Hello, this is Brian Auten of Apologetics 315, and we are reading The Gospel in the Marketplace of Ideas, Paul's Mars Hill Experience for Our Pluralistic World by Paul Copan and Kenneth D. Litwock. This is Chapter 2, and I'm joined by co-author Paul Copan. Chapter 2 is entitled, Was Paul's Speech at Athens a Mistake? This seems like an interesting title for the chapter. Why would anyone think what Paul said in Athens was a mistake? How do you address the issue here, and is Paul to be our model? Well, very definitely Paul is to be our model. And what we try to do here is tackle the assumption or even assertion that some even biblical scholars make that Paul was mistaken in his approach to the Athenians. And so Paul had to revise his approach when he went to the Corinthians. And so a lot of people will read into his Corinthian correspondence a message that is not there. And and so what we want to do is, you know, for example, I'll give you an example, F.F. Bruce, a noted biblical scholar. Uh, you get the impression from reading F.F. Bruce that Paul is discouraged, that he's trudging onward to Corinth and, and newly resolved uh, to proclaim the foolishness of the cross of Christ rather than utilizing philosophical ideas and so forth. Uh, and so that's why Paul is resolved to know nothing except the cross of Christ. And he talks about the foolishness of the, the, the cross to those who are perishing and in First. Corinthians chapter 1, and that the natural man doesn't understand the things of the Spirit of God, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And so a lot of people will read into Paul's experience from what he is writing in 1 Corinthians especially, and the, the two, first two chapters in particular. But what we try to do is show that Paul is not making mistake, that Luke is not simply devoting a lot of space to Paul's time at Athens, giving the details of his speech, and then simply saying, you know, assuming that it was wrong-headed and that Paul made a mistake. There is no indication that Paul made a mistake. Uh, in fact, as we compare Paul's speech in Athens to his speech at Lystra in chapter 14, we see that they are remarkably parallel, uh, that there is no change before Athens and after Athens. We see Paul doing the same sorts of things, but remember that Paul is speaking to a Gentile audience. Paul said that he, in 1 Corinthians 9, that he was becoming all things to all people, to those without the law. He spoke as one without the law, that is the Gentiles, but those under the law, as a Jew, he spoke to the Jews, and he he lived uh, before them in, in a way that identified with them. So Paul was simply exhibiting what it meant to communicate the gospel to a Gentile audience. But what's also interesting, too, is that Paul, in his uh, Corinthian uh, letter of 1 Corinthians, is actually going on later on in the book to highlight the objective evidence for the bodily resurrection of Jesus. Here he is giving doing apologetics. He is telling us who the eyewitnesses were to the resurrection. Paul is laying this out. So Paul is not highlighting that the, the gospel is somehow going against reason or evidence, which is something that a lot of people derive from chapters 1 and 2, but falsely so. Uh, so Paul is actually, you know, what I tell people is if you're basing your rejection of apologetics on 1 Corinthians chapters 1 and 2, uh, keep reading to the end of the book and you'll see that that's actually false. Uh, so, so those are a few themes that we, we talk about in this and, and argue very strongly against the notion that Paul uh, was wrongheaded in his approach at Athens. Thanks, Paul, and thank you for listening. I hope you will read along with Apologetics 315.